Hi there, you're listening to the Spirit Room Podcast with me, psychic medium and mentor, Melissa White. This show is for developing mediums, budding intuitives, and those who just find themselves curious about spirit and the afterlife. I'll share my experiences with you working with spirit as a professional medium for over a decade. I'll also interview people that I find brilliant and fascinating and provide you with some insight into how you can live this life to the fullest, knowing that there is so much more available to us than what meets the human eye. So I invite you to sit back, relax, enjoy, and let's just see what spirit has in store for us today. Hi there, how are you? And welcome back to the Spirit Room Podcast. I'm Melissa White, and it's my pleasure to be here chatting with you yet again. I hope that if you're listening wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, that you are doing well. I wanted to just do a little bit more of a casual type episode where I'll just tell you some stories, some things that have been happening recently, and also maybe some things that have happened in the past. The thing that sort of sparked this is that it was a discussion in one of my mentorship classes, The Exceptional Medium, where there was a bit of a theme where some people were feeling like behind in their spiritual development or feeling like because they don't know their spirit guides, all of their spirit guides and all of their angels and their animal guides, that they're somehow behind. And so I really wanted to help to give some comfort in knowing that, first of all, you cannot be behind. It's impossible. This is a spiritual development over your whole life. And I think that it's so unique and personal to each person. And sometimes it just takes the time that it takes, you know, so there is no rush. And so, you know, we don't need to, we don't need to have that um, stress, first of all. But anyways, I have been over the last week or two, really struggling with my health. I, my, I've had, I have migraines often, and it seems to me the last little while, it's just been nonstop. And I know those of you listening that experience them yourself, you know what, what that's like how debilitating they are or they can be. And, you know, it's one of those things that when when you're in the midst of it, you know, it's it's a struggle just to kind of be present and be breathing and just existing, you know? And so there was a certain point over the last little while where I just felt like it was just such a struggle just to be human. Like it just felt like it was just so hard. And it's not just migraines, it's like other other things going on and health related, you know, just when you think you make progress, then all of a sudden there's some kind of, there's some more investigation that we need to do with certain things to do with my, my own health. And um, it's stressful, you know, the unknown. And I think also for me, I've chatted with you about this before, how I do, I don't want to say suffer, but it is, I do suffer with like medical procedures that there's a ton of anxiety and some trauma related to that. So, anything, something, anytime something goes wrong or that I need to have any kind of procedure or test, some of the MRIs are very difficult for me because of claustrophobia. 
and other stuff like that. It just, it brings up a lot. So it's been a lot of that. And quite honestly, when I am forced to slow down or when I'm forced to like not do the things that I normally do, I do get prone to depression because I enjoy my life and I enjoy engaging in life and I enjoy doing. Like I I love what I do. I love to be busy. I love to create things and I love to be active. And when I can't be, it just, it just is hard. <laughs> so anyways, I was feeling really like, oh, just blah. Like I've been doing so good with the physical activity and the physical movement. Thanks to my lovely friend, Teresa, who I don't know. I don't know if she actually is listening to this episode. Maybe I know um, Jamie's listening because he's editing it for me. But um, <laughs> thanks to Teresa for really encouraging me and inspiring me with physical movement and that I, you know, bringing that into my life on a consistent basis. So anyways, I've been doing pretty good with it for the last couple months, last while. And then just there's times where I hit a roadblock where either I'll get sick or with the migraine or whatever, and it takes me out. And then I don't have that regular physical activity outlet. And I start to notice that it does affect my mental well-being, of course. So I was feeling not the best, just feeling really irritated and frustrated. And there had been a string of strange interactions that I've had just with people. And I just felt like uh, really tired and exhausted, just kind of like kind of done with with certain certain energy in my life, like just feeling like, okay, that's enough. So today, even though I wasn't feeling good, I kind of just made this commitment to myself that I was going to go and get myself outside and go for a walk in one of my favorite places and just bring spirit with me and just have an experience. Just allow myself the time to do that, even if I didn't feel like it. Because my logical mind was like, you don't feel good. What are you doing? Just go home. You could lay down, you know, close your eyes and just whatever. Oh, the other part, the other reason I've been suffering is because I haven't been sleeping. So I struggle with insomnia and I have for a long time. I've never been a good sleeper, but um, I go through periods of time where it's like flares up and sometimes it's two or three nights in a row where I get like an hour if I'm lucky or two, but not more than that. And it's just for your own mental health, it's not good. You know, that's the thing. I can handle being tired. I can push through a lot. But the mental the mental thing is, ugh, that's more tricky, right? So I notice, of course, everyone's affected by lack of sleep. But for myself, it's always sort of this, this vicious cycle where it's like, okay, the lack of sleep affects my mental health. I start to feel more anxious and depressed. But then I'm anxious and depressed. And then I can't sleep because I'm anxious that I'm not going to be able to sleep. You know, those who know, you know. So anyways, I, I was like, I could just go home and like close my eyes. But then something inside of me, my own sort of soul was like, but you deserve to get some sunshine and you deserve to go to this place and just walk and move your body and decompress. So I did and I didn't go into it with an expectation, but I just was like, let me just see what happens. And so I invited my guides, I invited my spirit guides and it was so amazing. I saw two, not one, but I saw two ladybugs that were flying in front of me, which 
is not a usual thing. I, it's rare to see. I feel like it's rare for me to see a ladybug that fly is flying. Usually, I don't know. I don't see that a lot. But I saw two of them. They were so cute. I had an experience with this. Well, there was lots of dogs where I was walking. But this one came up to me and just gave me this very, very soulful kind of look. Like looked me right in my eyes and was just so lovely and so healing. So that was a, a cool moment. And then another cool thing on that walk, I saw, oh, I saw a dragonfly that felt very much like a sign from spirit. And then when I was walking, something told me to look behind me. So I did. I turned around and I saw this feather. It was like a gray kind of feather, little one, just floating in the air right in front of me. And I watched it and watched it and I got my phone out. I took a video. I'll post the video in the Facebook group for the podcast. And I saw it and I just watched it. And then it eventually, you know, fell to the ground and, or I, I kind of lost track of it, but I, I watched it for a while and it was just so beautiful, so magical. And it's the kind of thing that spirit has used before for me, this f- things floating, like a single leaf falling from the tree right at the right moment when I happened to look at it or with the feather, one of the most magical things I've ever had it happen was with a feather. And so this was very reminiscent of that. And I was just like, you know, how much effort and energy they, it must take to orchestrate that kind of thing for them to get my attention, for me to listen and turn around just to see it, just to witness that moment. And it uplifted me. Not only did the walk, you know, was that was a beautiful thing to do for myself, but those moments were such moments from spirit and I could feel it. And that was so beautiful. And so I'm sharing it because I don't want you sitting there thinking that, to have a relationship with your guides, it means that they're going to stop you in your tracks and say to you, like, it's not like a voice, a booming voice came and said, Melissa, here's the information you need to know and do this right now. And this will solve all your problems. I am your guide, blah, blah, blah. You know, it was subtle. It was a little voice that was like, turn around. I turned around and I got to see a beautiful feather floating in the air. (laughs) so there are some people that will listen to that and be like oh my god like is she for real like this is not a this is not a sign from anything it's a something that happened you know like in the wind (laughs) and then there's those of you though that know what that feels like and you'll get it and so I just want you to know that it's sometimes yes it might be a dramatic experience with spirit and your guides but sometimes it's just a collective feeling of them being with you And it's not as though I was aware of which guide was doing it. Like I know I've got a bunch of guides, a bunch of angels, and I have relationships with them. But it's not as though at every single sign or every single experience, I'm sitting there with like a check mark being like, okay, that one is from this guide. This feeling is from that guide. It's not as mechanical as that. For me, it's more than enough to just know that they're with me. And so, yes, sometimes I have specific experiences with with specific guides, but not always. And so I just wanted to share it if you're sitting there thinking that you've like not had any experiences with your guides. I know that you have. So it's just about recognizing them. It's just about being open-minded about how they might make themselves known to you. So yeah, there was so much that occurred, you know, and even I would feel inspired to just snap a picture or take some video here and there. And then when I went to go through my camera roll at the end, like on my phone, I saw little orbs of light in some of the pictures. And I saw some of the way that the sun shine, like the sunbeams were like 
beaming down into the the photos. It just was such an expression of spirit being all around. So I highly, highly advise and encourage you to go and just bring spirit with you in your day and see what happens. And then just be very open-minded about how they might be making themselves known to you. So that's important to mention. And I did feel better for it. So I am very, very thankful that I did listen and I did something. It's so simple and easy. Just take yourself for a walk, you know, but sometimes that can be really hard to do. For anyone who's more, you know, affected by energy, sensitive soul, neurodivergent type people, anyone who struggles with ADHD, one thing that's been helpful for me is that I keep a pair of running shoes in my vehicle at all times. So that way, like if I'm out and about and I happen to have the feeling or idea of like, oh, I'd like to go for a walk there. I don't have to go home and get my runners and come back. It's just making it easier for myself, like setting myself up for success. Like if I have the chance, at least I have the option. My runners are right there. Same thing goes for like, this is so weird. And I feel like, why am I sharing this? But I know that somebody will find this helpful. With ADHD, sometimes I have a hard time with routine and have a hard time with like habits that are easier for people, like other people. So the flossing of the teeth, I have a gum, I've had gum issues in the past. So I need to be very careful and I need to be on top of that. So I keep floss in my purse. I keep floss in my vehicle. I keep floss in my bedside table (laughs) in my bedroom so that at any point in time, when I think of it, when I remember it's accessible. So I'm taking the barrier away. Right. And I think with ADHD specifically, sometimes we get overwhelmed. And if there's too many steps involved with something, we're like, no, too hard. Not going to do it. So I guess that's why I'm sharing it. So I mean, it's not only for people with ADHD. It could be just that you struggle with that too or you sometimes forget. Anyways, runners in the car is helpful. The floss in various places is helpful. I have done it, flossed my teeth in the car, and that is kind of weird. I've noticed that some people have seen me do it like <laughs> in my car. It is a bit embarrassing. But you got to do what you got to do. Like I feel like I'm trying to... I'm trying to be healthy. I'm trying to work on my mental health. I'm trying to like progress in life. So sometimes it's like, might not look pretty, but it's just about getting it done and whatever works for you. So yeah, hopefully that helps someone. Uh, The other thing that happened, so I had a bunch of readings back to back and in all of the readings, there was like, I think there were four. This man's name kept coming up, this particular name. And none of the clients had any connection to that name and none of the readings, none of them knew. And I was like, oh, that's weird. But I always trust whatever comes in the moment. So the last one that I did, the fifth one, I brought through this gentleman and I explained all the information. And my client was like, yes, like you don't even understand how accurate this is. Like, yes, I know this is my dad. And I was like, okay, great. And then that name came up, it popped into my mind and I was like, oh, and I said it. And she's like, yeah that is his name. And I started laughing and I'm like, well, he's been showing up like in all of my readings today. And I said, by any chance, was he very punctual in life? Like, did he make a point of being early on time or early? And she said, yes, always either on time, never late, but lots of times very, very early. And we just had such a laugh. Like it was just such a funny moment. And I'm like, "Mm -hmm, makes perfect sense. So I share this with you. If you're listening and you're a reader, important to know 
<laughs> that sometimes that could occur. You know, it's rare, but it can occur. And then also if you're sitting there as a client or somebody who receives readings, to know that, yeah, it, it's not always what you think it is. So just to kind of have that open mind, I think, is so important. It just is. But yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting, pretty magical. I also had, I think I might have told you guys about this before. I wonder if I did in my last demonstration how I was a bit worried because I, was, I wasn't feeling the best physically. And so I always, I mean, I always want every event, every reading to be spectacular. Like that's, of course, what we all want. But as a human being, I understand that like they can't all be. Like there's going to be some that are better experiences than others, some that feel harder than others. And at the end of the day, like the outcome is not completely up to us, right? But anyways, I was a bit extra worried because I'm like, oh, just had been dealing with the migraine and all that stuff. Anyways, on my way there, there was a fly in my car and it landed on me. And oftentimes my uncle will come and he uses the fly as a bit of a sign. He's quite funny. So I had that and it gave me a lot of encouragement. I was like, okay, it's going to be okay. And then um, just the feeling that I had as I as I went and and offered, you know, the evening of mediumship was just that I was so supported. And so it was such a, it was such a beautiful thing to just know that, okay, I, I can be struggling physically, mentally, and still, you know, there's still this miraculous ability for things to like happen and for it to be, you know, for it to be magical. You know, it's important to recognize that. I think at that point, I think the migraine had subsided. I was more in the like, kind of like a recovery kind of energy with that. So that was good. It wasn't in the the throes of it, but it's been sort of cyclical. It's been sort of like intense and then kind of dull and then intense again over the last couple of weeks. But anyway, so that was the, the fly. That was a good sign that I got from my uncle before, you know, before my demonstration. And I find he does assist me a lot with demonstrations because it is a different kind of energy. It's a different skill set to read and hold space for a large group, you know, you have to be more on point and specific with the information. Well, it becomes more more important or it's highlighted more so why you have to be so specific. Because in a large group of people, of course, there are going to be some commonalities, some things that spirits like have in common with each other. So unless you're very, very specific, you could have lots of people that are like putting up their hands saying, oh yeah, I think that's for me or I think that's for me. So yeah, so you need that special kind of skill set there. And my uncle's pretty good with, he's quite funny in life and in spirit, he's also quite funny. So I find that is helpful. Like he kind of helps me with that ease and just kind of like enjoying it and having that kind of playful energy, which I think is important. So that was, yeah, that was beautiful. Otherwise, you know, it's like these little things every day that I think we sometimes discount and don't think that they're anything great, but they're actually so miraculous and so magical. One thing that's been happening, I have um, a Wednesday night group of ladies, uh, mediumship and miracles, um, like development circle. And we had a real breakthrough recently with one of my students who she's very dedicated and very diligent and comes to class and all of that. But she has struggled with her own, I guess, like having confidence in what she's receiving, that it's like 
meaningful. And she, we were working with, I was showing them images, like printouts of, of images. And then they had to tune into the image and then kind of interpret the meaning behind the image. So as if basically what happened is I asked my loved ones in spirit to, sh- to give me images, like in my own mind's eye. And then I print, I found a picture that was like as close to it as possible on the internet and printed it off. And we, we used those. So kind of to teach them how to interpret what they're receiving. Like it's fine to get all these clairvoyant images, but if you don't know what they mean, then they're kind of useless, right? So anyways, I, that was the idea. And um, so then we did another exercise where she was working with another student in class and she tuned in and she got a grandma and she saw this white candle. And then when she went further, she understood the candle was representing this grief. And then she went on and gave more information and more details. And I won't share because obviously it is confidential. But the cool thing is that the other student told her that just the night before, she had lit a, can- a white candle in honor of her grandma because she was missing her and her kids were really missing her. And it was something that they'd done together. And it was like a little ritual, you know, that she was able to kind of involve her kids in and kind of like pay respect and honor her grandma. And so I was so excited. And I thought this is so magical because it's such good validation for that student to know that there's a reason that she saw the white candle. And sometimes we, what we receive, you know, we get an image or we have a, a feeling about something and we express it. And in our own minds as mediums, we're judging it. We're, we're so conditioned to doubt. And what I would say to anyone listening is please don't do that. As much as I know it's hard not to, like, please don't, because who are we to say what information is meaningful and what information isn't? And so this information was very, very timely and very significant and beautiful. And so it was a major, like, progress. Like, I felt like that's such a win. So I know, I think this student does listen to the podcast. So I don't want to say the name in case, you know, just confidentiality purposes, but you know who you are. And I'm just so proud of you for sticking with that and for giving the information as you received it and for all your hard work. So really, really proud. It happened to me recently too, where actually in that demonstration, when I was working with this lady, her dad was coming through from spirit and I saw this maple leaf, like a bright red maple leaf clear in my mind. But again, I did it too. I was like, well, it's fall. (laughs) So the fact that he, and I knew he was using this leaf as a sign for his daughter. And I'm like, my logical mind is like, oh, well, of course, like it's fall. Like I'm not going to tell her she's going to see a leaf. Like that's crazy. But anyways, I did say it. I didn't say, oh, it's a maple leaf. I just said, oh, I can see this leaf and he's going to use it as this sign for you. I could see it kind of like falling through the air. And she was like, yeah, I guess the day before she has, she had a wind chime that was in honor of her dad. And the day before the dem, the demonstration, she'd walked outside and she saw this beautiful big maple leaf like right by her dad's wind chimes and she knew that it was like a sign from him she said she knew it and she felt it so I didn't say oh by the way I did see a maple leaf because it doesn't matter it does not count if you don't say it before you know um 
but like, that's exactly what he showed me. And so just, you know, I, I like to think that I trust everything, but nope, there's still times when I don't, I water it down because I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like this seems like too general or it just seems too like not good enough. And that's a bad habit, you know, that we all sometimes get sucked into. So take it from me, just say what you're getting. (laughs) And um, we owe it to the spirit person, you know, because they're showing us that for a reason. And I know why we hold back. It's because we're afraid. We don't want to be wrong. And we also don't want the person, the sitter, to think that it's not their loved one. Like if we misinterpret something, we don't want them to feel like, oh, disappointed that maybe that's not their loved one, you know? So I understand it. But at a certain point, we all just have to give what we're getting and just know that there's always a reason for everything that you're shown, everything that you're given, every feeling, every subtle thought or something that reminds you of this or reminds you of that or just a a small, tiny, little inkling of something is meaningful and purposeful. And it is not our job to judge it. So I'll get off my (laughs) rant now. But yeah, it's just so wild sometimes to think like how spirit works and how they bring us what they bring us and how much they entrust us. They really entrust us to deliver and to give their, not only their information, but to give like their love to the people that they love so much and to the people who miss them and love them. So it's not anything that I would ever take lightly ever, but I think sometimes, you know, we just get so used to doing it that we might, I don't know, sometimes lose sight of how miraculous each and every interaction with spirit really is. And I think the people who don't have a relationship with spirit for themselves, and I'm not talking about if you're not a medium, I just mean like people that aren't aware or people who don't want to be aware or who like don't engage with spirit at all. I think they're missing out. I think life is infinitely more magical when you have the awareness that we're not alone. It's not actually all about us, that there's so much more to discover. And it gives me a lot of hope, you know, for this human experience, knowing that I can have these interactions and these beautiful moments with spirit. I think without them, life might seem pretty bleak at times. I mean, sometimes it still seems bleak, like even with all of that, but it would certainly feel so much more bleak without them. And it's just this reminder that, you know, we're part of something greater than ourselves, that we all are connected and that there is no limitation, like time, space, distance, there's no limits. Spirit's not limited by any of that. So I always say this, but it's about like releasing the need to control everything as the medium. And then also for you guys like that are receiving a reading, you got to get out of the way. You have to take your preconceived ideas of what you think your spirit person should say and what they should show the medium and how the medium should deliver the information. And you had a reading one time and the medium said this. So why is this other medium not saying the same thing? Just please let each experience be its own unique experience. And I think we have to stop trying to control everything. The whole point is to allow spirit to take us by the hand and bring us on an adventure. And the minute we can surrender and just go with it, everything is possible. But we interfere. We interfere so much. 
And I have to think that our guides sometimes might be a little bit like annoyed or frustrated. Like obviously they love us and they know us and they understand the human condition, but it must be. You got to think about it. Like how many times one of your guides might be trying to show you something or get you to understand something and you're just sitting there trying to like control it (laughs) or trying to like resist or fight it, not willing to listen, not willing to see it from any other perspective, any other angle. So I think, you know, we owe it to ourselves and we owe it to spirit to just remain open and remain hopeful. And I think sometimes it's when you least expect it. I know that there's so many people listening that are like, I want a sign and I want it now. And I understand that desperation, like just that feeling like you really need it. But I think if you can take the, take that feeling of like trying to force it and just say, okay, I can wait and I can trust that in the right timing, in the right moment, I'm going to have that experience. And then really let yourself just have peace with that, that that's okay. And you'll probably find that you have an experience very quickly after that, ironically. And it's like that in life. You know, the more you hold on and the more you try to like force anything, it can break. You can break things by trying to force them. But then when you relax and you have this ease and you kind of allow yourself to just approach things with just that little bit of extra trust and a little bit of extra peace of mind like that you you know no matter what happens you're gonna you're gonna figure it out you know you'll 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 face whatever comes your way that's the way that's the way to kind of allow things to unfold so it's just a short one today but I hope that is helpful and it brings you a little bit of inspiration Please do feel free to reach out and let me know about your experiences with your signs or, you know, questions that you have about your working with spirit guides. I've gotten so many of those types of questions recently. I'm in the midst of creating a course about all about working with guides and that should be coming out soon. So I'm I'm excited to offer it because I really do feel like there's a need for it. And I'll say this, you know, I'm kind of 50-50 because A lot of my clientele is mediums who are wanting to perfect and master and like really go forward with their mediumship. So that's part of my teaching and I love it. But then there's this other portion of my clientele that you guys are like very open and very intuitive, but you don't necessarily want to learn like mediumship and read for other people, but you want to have your own relationship with your own people in spirit, your own spirit guides, your angels. You want to work with your own intuition and just live a more soulful life, like a more spirited life. And so I hear you and I feel like I'm part of my specialty, I think, is taking people by the hand and actually showing them what it can feel like and what it can be like and what it's not necessarily like the myths out there. Like I feel like I'm good at helping people to see really through some of that stuff. And so, yeah, I'm excited to put that out there. I mean, I'm always, I'm always excited to be inspired and to create and bring people together. So that's, that's in the works that it will be coming soon. So keep, keep an eye out for that. If you want to join the newsletter, I'll put the link in the show notes because that's a good way to be advised of events and things like that that are going on. Uh, October 27th, I have a demonstration of mediumship in Maple Ridge, which oftentimes I've been doing them other places, but this one will be local to me. It's at Jim's Pizza, 7 to 9 p.m. And I'll be doing audience readings. So if you're listening, 
and you feel so inclined, as long as there's still tickets by the time this comes out. I, I don't know when this episode is going to air, but I'll put the, if there's still tickets by the time this comes out, I'll put the, the link in the show notes and just keep an eye out for other, yeah, there'll be other stuff coming up, especially as we come into the holiday season. I've got some charity events and things like that. So there'll be lots of opportunities to see me work and I'm going to get some events together for my students as well who are fantastic phenomenal mediums so i will leave you with that reminder that spirit really does always find a way keep in mind the only caveat with that is that it's not on our timeline it's on theirs and it's on the divine timing of the universe but spirit will always always find a way so take good care love you and um, we will talk soon Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the show, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or feel free to leave a rating and a review. You can follow me on Instagram at Melissa White Medium or on Facebook, Psychic Medium Melissa White. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.